It's big announcement time. Drum roll, please. We are going on tour. Just, 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 yeah. Northern News, live around the north. Of course it's around the north. We're not doing any southern dates on this tour. No way. We are going to the big ones, our big ones in the north. We're going Sheffield. 23rd of June. We're going Hull. 26th of June. We're going Leeds. 27th of June. And we're rounding it off in Manchester. On the 28th of June. What a week. Oh, my God. I, we've done some live shows yeah. in Edinburgh and London. And we love them so much. They are so much fun. We do little fun headlines. There's slides, there's visuals. Oh, it's brilliant. We can't wait to do it and we can't wait to see you there. We'll see you in person. You'll see us in person. You'll see our faces. You'll <laughs> see whatever attempt at merch I've cobbled together in a shed. <laughs> so get your tickets now for the Northern News live tour at plosive.co.uk. That is P-L-O-S. I-V-E.C-O.U-K. We're going to get chunked out of our beans. Let's do it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Northern News, a podcast with me, Amy Gledhill. And me, Ian Smith. I come from the northern town of Ghoul. And you might be able to tell from my accent, I come from Hull. And to our shame, we have been living in London now for ages. Too long, and we want to catch up with all the news that's been going on up north. This is Northern Northern News. To Northern News. We're a podcast first. Um, a lifestyle choice second. Mm, yes. And an illegal drug distribution <laughs> unit third. What three things are you? Comedian? Comedian. Um, lover? What, a de- what a depressing pause. <laughs> Comedian. Love maker. Love maker. Candlestick maker. Two makers. Yeah. What a maker. What a mistake to maker. Yeah. Uh, what would you say your other two things outside of uh, comedian are? Uh, freestyle rapper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a terrible decision for you to say <laughs> that you're a freestyle rapper. Well, this was a good one. How do, you usually, no, how do you usually do it? What's your prompt? And let's hear some. Um, I'll, I'll slip one into the episode. Oh, okay. You'll know when it's, when it's coming because yeah. I'll be cringing my head off. Yeah, that's what all the um, rappers do, isn't it? Comedian, freestyle rapper, mm. and a sitter downerer. Mm. Yes, that's me. That's an easier one to have to whip out during the episode. Right now, yeah. If I'm honest, this is me at my peak. You've really created um, a rod for your own back. This whole episode just got the anxiety. I've got to do a freestyle rap at some point. I don't need to worry about my rap because it doesn't matter if it's crap because I can say words that I like. They don't need to rhyme. Oh, look, a bike. Got it done now, Ian. Yeah, Please no, that was very good, on. actually. I like how you were like, they don't need to rhyme. And then you were like, well, but I'm doing rhyming couplets throughout. I was trying to not rhyme. You couldn't think of a word that <laughs> didn't rhyme. <laughs> I couldn't 
think it was a rhyme that didn't work. I think you'd be the best rapper on the planet if you couldn't <laughs> not rhyme. But it's hard because your brain's going, I've got one, I've got one, I've got one. Yeah. Maybe you're a northerner and you're stuck in London. Maybe you're a Londoner who wants to know what life is like up north and you, you're only seeing us through these prejudiced, gravy-tinted glasses and we're not all about that. Do you know what? I genuinely think I do, right at this minute, have mm. a smear of gravy on my glasses. Oh, really? Yeah. When it, did you last have gravy? Last night. <laughs> genuinely. And there's a smudge fine, that I've been trying to get off without success. Yeah. Good luck getting gravy off. <laughs> Thick. I'm surprised gravy is so popular because if it gets on anything, that's that thing ruined. Yeah. Yeah. Except any food. Yeah. Or a, or a person. Or a person. If you spill a bit of gravy on on a, on your child, yeah, they'll be okay. They will have what I guess will look like a birthmark. It's just a little gravy stain. Ian, what have you been up to this week? I've had two McDonald's in a row. Mm. If I have it today, that's too much, I think. I think two in a row is all right. What's Free- your order? Let me guess. Big Mac meal? No. Oh. Quarter pound a meal? No. Filet of fish? You're not... F- no. Come on. Chicken no. Royale? No. Getting closer? Chicken Supreme. Chicken Legend? No. Is Chicken Supreme a thing? <laughs> and Chicken Legend Burger King? Oh, God. I'm looking like an absolute idiot now. <laughs> yeah. You look thick I'm right now. I'm like an absolute idiot right now. <laughs> um, Are we going chicken? Yeah. Chicken nuggets? Yeah. Oh, chicken like nuggets. You're having six. You t- First day I had six, and then I thought I didn't feel full after that. Oh, no. So I had nine nuggets. A meal? If you're getting six chicken nuggets, yeah. you can make that into a large meal. You can make it into a regular meal. You get your drink, you get your chips. Yeah. It's a set price. If you get nine nuggets, there's no yeah. meal option. So you have to get nine nuggets, and you have to go on your machine. You have to go looking, right, chips, large fries, please, drinks. You have to get it all separately, and it's a bit pricier. But this was on, um, I was doing a, I was out there doing a job. It was yeah. on someone else's coin. So I oh, thought, okay. we'll do this, keep the receipt, invoice yeah. the company. I don't care. Well done. Good for you. Yeah. What's um, been going on in your weekend? Well, mine's food related too, actually. Mm. I found something that I thought on the menu was going to be my new favourite food. Oh. And I had it and uh, I shared it with somebody. And if I'm honest, Ian, I didn't want to. Mm. Uh, I was like, should we get this? And, and my, my friend said, oh, should we get one to share? And I was thinking, Jesus Christ. I'm going to look like Mr. Greedyhead if I say, mm. no, let's get one each. But I was like, yeah, let's get one to share. I was thinking, Jesus oh, Christ. God, yeah. thank you for ruining my day yeah, again. Yeah, I'm sorry that happened to you, Amy. Well, it's all right, because mm. it turns out the thing that came was so monstrously big. <laughs> if I'd have had one each, it would have been... It would have been a nightmare. Yeah. It would have been a nightmare. A living hell, would, would you have say? Been, I would describe it in as a living hell. <sighs> what was that item? It was a pizza cone. Let me tell you about it. It's a pizza. Yeah. Rolled up into a cone shape. What's in the cone? It's chips. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> that is, it doesn't sound healthy. And it sounds hard to share. It's, so it, yeah. You've got to share the chips yeah. first, I imagine. Yeah. And then rip the pizza. Yeah. It where was, was Where was this? Are you allowed to say? Yeah. Well, I've seen it two places now. So the first time I saw it was in on Canal Street in Manchester, but I didn't get it, but I mm. saw it and I thought, gosh, wow, can you believe such a thing? Then it was in London near Victoria Station. Mm. There's something, it's got pizza in the title, I think, uh, the restaurant that I went to. And anyway, it's brilliant. 
I'd love it if it was Pizza Hut. <laughs> yeah. What's the name of it? It's got pizza in the it's title. It's a sort of uh, independent, mm. um, it's authentic Italian pizza place. It's called yeah. uh, Pizza Hoot. And, uh, <laughs> As the Italians say. Hoot. Um, yeah, so it was, it was incredible, but it was too big. Yeah. So, well, a lot going on with us. A lot going on with us. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a McDonald's, you've had some chips wrapped up in a pizza. What a big week. Yeah. What a big week. But has it been a big week up north? In my opinion, yep. yes. Okay. This is a Metro article. The headline, I think, is amazing. So it's, head teacher appeared so drunk at school, a boy told him, quote, you look chunked out. <laughs> you look chunked out of your bean. <laughs> Can I say it? You look chunked out of your bean. <laughs> You look chunked out of your bean. Wow. A kid has had to say (laughs) to the head teacher, Jeremy Tucker, 65, has been suspended from this school. Mr Tucker, you look chunked out of your bean, mate. (laughs) I've never heard that before. I've never heard that before. Out of your bean. A teaching regulation agency disciplinary panel heard in one incident in 2018... He said, I'm guessing this is to another teacher. This is the head teacher (laughs) to another teacher. Hey, miss, you've got big tits and I'd love to suck on them. (gasps) This is the head. He used it as a demonstration of how making sexualised comments to staff would not be considered banter. wow. So he's gone, sexualised comments are not okay. For example, (laughs) and then he's seen a woman walking by going, Hey, miss, you've got big tits, I'd like to suck on them. That is not on. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you could get away with anything as long as you said, even if it was to yourself beforehand, Yeah, this isn't okay, for example, and then said it. Yeah. What a lovely bottom. Yeah. And I'd like to suck on it. <laughs> Excuse me, miss. I'd like to suck on your bottom. That is an example of something that's not okay. Yeah. Now, you can overstep the line in disciplining children. So something that's not acceptable, for example, come up here, Jonathan. <laughs> yes, it's a strangling Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> lifted him up. <laughs> Jonathan! <laughs> and he wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> Jonathan's just... <gasps> <gasps> you can see why he's been promoted to head teacher. Yeah, how did he make it to head? Another one of his indiscretions, he was accused of swearing at pupils and putting them at risk of injury or harm by flipping tables near him. <laughs> just going in oh the God. office, going... <laughs> flipping over to you. Ah, let's say that done. Here's an example of what you don't do with a table. Ooh. But the way it's described, like flipping tables, it doesn't even make it sound like an aggressive act. It's like yeah. he's showing off. Like it's like a <laughs> you know like how you can do like a kick flip on a skateboard. Yeah. Being like, hey, kids, 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 watch this. Or you know when you, you get a like a beer mat and you put it on yeah. just off the table and you flick it and you have to catch it. Feels like he's trying to catch it. Maybe he's done that, maybe he's put a table on a table and flipped the table. I'd be impressed with that. Good. Well, yeah, he left his job in 2019 after an agreement about his role was reached, which I imagine the agreement is, we want to sack you. And yeah. he was like, yeah, I think yeah, you probably he, should. Yeah, you should, yeah. I've chunked yeah. out my bean, if I'm honest. <laughs> 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 to be honest, I don't want to work here. I just want to go get a kebab, get my head down for a bit. Oh, dear oh, so That's me. my heartwarming so story from Lincoln. the north. And that's in Lincoln. Lincoln, Lincoln. Well, a cathedral town. Cathedral, it's beautiful, Lincoln, mm. isn't it? <laughs> It's pissing it down. My story comes from the Sheffield Star. Oh. Oh, yes. Uh, News you can trust since 1887. 
1987. That's before Jack the Ripper started, I think. Oh. Bloody hell, you know you've been in news a long time. If when you... when you started, you were like, Jack the you. <laughs> <laughs> Jack the you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Uh, this isn't about Jack, <laughs> Jack the Ripper. Good. But, it, but it is about a police officer, the Met Terror Chief, which is a hell of a title. Oh, yeah. What do you know? I'm the Met Terror Chief. He's in charge of dishing out terror. Yeah. I'm the terror chief. It's like a wrestler. Yeah. Isn't it? I'm the terror chief. Anyone? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Met Terror Chief, who uh, started out in South Yorkshire, mm-hmm. accused of oh. woke stunt. <laughs> and let me tell you, that is inverted commas. Really? Which word? Accused woke or stunt or both. both of them? Oh, God. They've only gone and done both of them. Yeah. Met Terror Chief, who started out in South Yorkshire, accused of woke stunt for wearing a hot flush menopause vest. <laughs> so it's a vest that simulates the menopause. Oh, okay. So uh, you put it on and it heats you up. Am I being inappropriate, like when I wear a jumper in June? Yeah. That's me taking like, that's yeah. me taking the piss basically out of menopause? Yeah. Right, okay. I won't do that again. <laughs> you looked so sad Yeah. Then. No, you're fine to wear a jumper. And what's he been doing in it? Well, so it says Matt Dukes was condemned by senior retired officers for wearing a hot flush vest during a meeting. Yeah. This is where the controversy comes because, um, well, is it? It's, it's a difficult one because he's wearing this vest to simulate the menopause so he can better understand his, uh, his female colleagues mm. and what they're going through. I think that's a great thing. I think that's a great thing. However. Oh, no. He's doing it in a meeting and the, the retired officers who are sort of having a go at him saying it's a stunt have argued that he's undermining public attitudes to the police's ability to fight crime and public disorder. How? Seems like a good thing that he's doing. Well, it's, there's two sides to the story. So um, there is a woman um, who who's the founder of Menopause Support and she welcomed the exercise. Mm. So she's saying it's a good thing. People need to be educated about it. Um uh, the 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 guy who wore it said he found the heated pads at times uncomfortable and distracting. Oh, so, tough, tough shit, mate. Well, exactly. It is tough shit, but it's also like, uh, do you need to educate yourself about that while you're doing important work where you shouldn't be distracted, Ian? By doing that at work and being distracted from important tasks mm. that could save lives, do we do that? But then in saying that, does that mean police officers who are experiencing the menopause, are they less able to do their jobs? It's complicated, Ian. thing, Amy. If and I want, want to know what you think of it. Go. If he does it at home, who gives a shit? Yeah. When a man wears a hot vest at home, <laughs> that's not making the newspaper. <laughs> He's doing it at work. If people are like, that's going to distract you, mm-hmm. we're like, oh, hang on, are you saying any female police officer in the menopause is constantly distracted? No, I don't think so. They deal with it. Yes. So deal with the distractions. Yes. If you're, if you're at a drugs raid and you go, oh, I'm a bit distracted because I'm a bit hot, put your eyes on the prize here. You're in a drug raid, for God's sake. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think um, I think it just probably is a good thing. Oh, um, that's good. Would you wear, um, uh, as an example, so I have periods. Oh, I'm men- yeah. I menstruate and I'm not really? ashamed of it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like an absolute motherfucker. How long has this been happening? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Yeah, 
Well, I would All like right. to know for maybe next week or at some point in the yeah. future, if you would wear a period suit. <laughs> what, like with something from the 1920s or something? Bit <laughs> 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 fun. Well, how do you, how, what, and it will simulate a period? Well, yeah, I don't know if one exists, but we could make one. If you can make one or if someone uh, listening can find a way to simulate me having a period, I th- what yeah, I would I'll do, have a go. Off the top of my head, what I'd do is I'd, I'd make you a bit hotter than normal. Yeah. A bit hotter. I'd, I'd need something hurting your lower abdomen. Yeah, well, I'll maybe sort maybe of... Maybe um, it's a really tight belt. You also need to be a little bit constipated as well. Okay, well, I'll just keep eating these McDonald's. Keep eating the McDonald's. Yeah. Um, we need to make you a little bit sad. Yeah, well, I'll just um, have a little think about where my career's at at the minute. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> and then if we could just make your boobs a bit sore. Yeah, well, that must be doable. That's got to be doable. Well, that's, be doable. well, there we go. Next week, Ian is going to be menstruating. Yeah, tune in. I'm looking forward to I'm it. I'm looking forward to it. Maybe we'll sync up. Yeah, I thought it'd be lovely, that. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. off to feel benefit joining us today is our very special guest and my comedy writing partner father and brother and son and granddad and uncle it's christopher cantrell hello christopher cantrell hello amy Gardell. hello ian oh. <laughs> hello hello how are you i'm all right um where am i i'm in manchester Greatest city in the world. It you is, say that about every place that you that you are currently. Because I'm, um, I'm very easily impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like red brick buildings in the factory gar- in the factory garment district. You know what I mean? It's uh, I get it. Yeah, who doesn't? Place. I was just telling Ian how at Edinburgh Festival, because you had a fried breakfast every single morning for a month, you did yes. a burp that was actually, you finish it? There was a fart. Yeah, um, you did a burp that was a fart. This is, I think this is 2017 <laughs> or 18. It's our first or second show. I've since learned about the human body. But we were... I was. We come back from Edinburgh. We met every morning. Pre, we were a noon show, so we'd meet every morning for this full English breakfast, uh, fried bread and hash browns. And oh, we'd do a man. Twenty-seven days in, or twenty-six <laughs> days in, whatever it was. I figured it was a bad idea. And I got home and I said to my wife, "I said I think I'm just doing a burp. That's a fart." And she said, "Don't be daft." 
And then I like presented it to her and she was like, oh, Chris, <laughs> we've got to get you. We've got to get you hard vegetable diet starting yeah. fruit and vegetables. Um, but yeah, it's when just it, to show what happens, doesn't it? Did it take like a, a month to correct or just a, just a week of veg and then it was back to normal? I think it was over that week things just came like a hard detox. And this is Edinburgh Festival, not on like booze or drugs or anything like that. Just a hard detox on <laughs> From sausages. <Ash> <laughs> sausages and haggis and oily, oily mushrooms. Oh, oh. well, well, well. Um, but you're not in Edinburgh now. But uh, you don't live far from Edinburgh, really, in the great scheme of things. Whereabouts do you live? So, I'm originally from Bradford, best city in the world. I mean, right, I've, not yeah. been back in, I've not been back in 20 years, <laughs> but, you know, like, really is great. Um, big <laughs> shout out to Billy Pierce uh, in Panto. And <laughs> I've lived there, but I don't live there now. I've sort of lived all over. I lived in London for a bit, yawn. Um, then I lived, um, I lived in Manchester. And now I live, during the pandemic, I moved to a small rural community on Hadrian's Wall in uh, England's delightful Borderlands territory. And oh, Scotland, nice. I guess. Probably yeah. our most northern guest then. Yeah, I think you are. No, yeah. I think just on behalf uh, of everyone in Scotland, um, just that's a big F you there, just uh, <laughs> let down on the booking <laughs> policy. <laughs> But I do keep an eye, I sit on Hadrian's Wall and I keep an eye out looking for any Scottish people coming over. Doing God's work. Yeah. Well you know, most, uh, an interesting bit about being in that part of the country is I live, uh, like, you, you I, from my house, I'll drive like 20 minutes to Carlisle. And then you're in Carlisle, you're in Cumbria, and everyone's Cumbrian. You drive seven minutes north and you're in Scotland and you are very in Scotland instantly. Everyone's Scottish. That doesn't feel, I'm saying that out loud, that doesn't sound that mad, but it's quite no a shocking way. when you're there. Just are you only seven minutes away from Scotland? No, once I've done twenty like once I've done twenty. Oh, I see, right. So twenty-seven. Twenty-seven minutes from Scotland. Yeah, about yeah, round about. I'm it's only just, twenty-seven yeah. minutes from Scotland. Sorry, we're just trying to get some songs into the podcast to line it's, it up. Yeah, I know it's I mean it's got so, how, how how do you get a podcast <laughs> to pay for itself in this day and age? You need to get the <laughs> branding songs in. So what's what's your village like now? It's good. You've been, haven't you? Well, Amy came with me. It's like a weird is it weird? No, it's lovely. Is it lovely? It, it's lovely and it's really bizarre because everything's really heightened. So I'd say the village characters are fascinating. Can you tell us about an example of a village character? When Amy was there with me, so we took, so they all sort of know my business. I think I tried to hide what I do for like long enough, but you know, you like you're a peacock, you gotta let your feathers show, and you eventually. So now everyone's figured out, but they all know who Amy is. And Amy comes down, and she gets like we got papped, didn't we, on the main yeah. on the main road? Like again, yeah, yeah. a man pulled up in the van. Oh yeah, he was got, driving quite fast, and he pulled up in the van right next to us, and I was like, "This is it, this is it." I'm in my 30s, but I'm going to be kidnapped and trafficked because I'm like a beautiful young woman. And uh, he got out of his van and he just wanted a picture. 
Oh, that's nice. That oh, was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. It was, it was absolutely that. brilliant. It was that, and me and my wife have basically gone. We moved up during the lockdown, but it, we, we're basically committed to living there, and I said to my wife, I want to die there because I don't want to move again. But basically when we got there, and we've brought, like we've gone to great pains to ingratiate ourselves into the village community. So, like, my wife's on the PTA, and I edit the village magazine. So when I go with Amy and we sort of doing comedy business but she like follows me in and i'm getting told off straight away because i've put coffee break rather than a coffee morning in the village magazine so all the pensioners are like annoyed with me so i'm like putting out fires immediately that is a big that's a big mistake yeah because as i found out coffee break is the other side of the village that's what they call their morning meeting oh fucking hell chris really bodged it up and honestly when he walked in, the room was like stony silence. Like, here he is, the convicted criminal has returned. But then I'm like charming him, I? And I'm like, like, sort of getting a wink out of Maureen. Do you know? Like, oh, that's what I did. I really upset because I do the magazine and I put funny bits in it to make it, to sort of spice it up a bit. And there was, I put a picture of the coffee break, which is uh, for senior ladies, sort of. Um, I don't know exact ages, but all retirees. And I put in the comments underneath, I put, the Spice Girls reunite for yet another uh, sellout <laughs> arena tour. And I thought that's just a bit of fun. But then it's like, you really upset Maureen. <laughs> and I Why? Like, I think right. that's complimentary. The Spice Girls are looking great now. Yeah, but Maureen was going to be Mel B. And she didn't want that. No. Nobody wanted to be Scary Spice. I found you can't quite predict. And my wife said it's like... I she said, I think it's interesting that you've done this magazine thing to ingratiate yourself with the community, but all you seem to do is have arguments with pensioners 24 hours a day. <laughs> so, But Maureen was like, they were putting a, a, what's it, a mural in the local bus shelter, which was this big community project, uh, heritage funding. And Maureen was like, well, as long as they don't put any flamingos in it. And he's like, what are you on about? <laughs> Oh, well, there you go. Tales from the village from Christopher Cantrell there. Lovely to have you on. Thank you for having me, Northern News. Best of luck. Your your best of luck to you in the greatest city in the world. That's my gravy, you daft sod. Now it's time to find out what the hell is going on in our hometowns of Hull and Gull. Amy, do you, do you have a Hull story for this week? I do. I've just realised it's. I've gone. I've gone double purple. Double purple. I've gone double purple. Oh. It's a police heavy episode. And double purple. It's a purple purple. <laughs> so we we actually mentioned we mentioned Jack the Ripper very briefly earlier. Do you remember the Yorkshire Ripper was caught? Oh, what a start! <laughs> We've talked <laughs> about an, an alcoholic shouting tits at someone. Um, I'm going to simulate a period on next week's episode, and now it's the Yorkshire Ripper. Well, We've got edgy, haven't we? We've got edgy. You have to do an edgy one yeah, now and again. Yeah. Keep Let us on the do toes. an edgy one. Come on. Well, you know the Yorkshire Ripper was caught. Was it the Yorkshire Ripper who was caught because his tail light was out in his car? Oh, I didn't know that. It was something like that. Maybe none of them facts are true, but I'm <laughs> I'm circling in on something that okay. has some truth in it. However, uh, this is this story uh, in Hull is very much about uh, police observation of a vehicle. Mm. Right. So the police swoop in on suspicious driver. Yeah. Yeah. Swooped. Something, something's not right about mm. this car. What? It's not right, Ian. 
they're suspicious of it. Mm, what are we talking about well, here? What do you think this could be? If you were driving, say you were driving along the road and you were suspicious about mm, a vehicle. Only got one wheel. Oh, you're so close. <laughs> really? You're so close. <laughs> it didn't have its front tyre. <laughs> so it's got three wheels with yeah. tyres. And then, as you can see here, the front wheel's just... Going on the metal bit. Just, it's just a real rickety little metal wow, bit. Wow, and it was which, driving. Yeah, and it was driving. It must make her absolute racket. Mm, I would be suspicious about I'd that. I'd be actually. suspicious about that. Mm. I think I don't think you're meaning to do that, are you? And it turns out the driver was involved in drugs, Ian. I'm, there's oh, no okay. way to sugarcoat this. Yeah. The police followed him around, and then uh, one of the suspects was reportedly seen throwing items out of the car window while being chased. Yeah, I mean, those drugs at the side of the road, you can't prove you can't on the video. Prove. Yes, my fingerprints are on them. Yes, it's on the dash cam of the vehicle. Yes, the circumstantial evidence is that. Yes, yeah. I was throwing things out of the window and that just landed there. However, the best you can give me is a £50 littering fine. Yeah, because it's not in my possession anymore. The arresting officer, great name, mm. P.S. Armand. P.S. Armand. As in Almond, but I say Armand. Yeah, I say Armand. P.S. Armand. P.S. Armand. Sounds like you've forgotten something on your shopping list. (laughs) P.S. Armand. Unrelated, but sort of at at the bottom of of the article, uh, thinking of P.S. Armand, there's another heavy-hitting story. Lost breakfast cereals no longer on the shelves that whole families may remember. Are these just whole specific ones? Well, this is the thing. It can't just be a whole specific... Breakfast cereal. Can't be. Can't be. Surely not. Surely not. Let's see how many you remember. Ricicles. Yeah, remember them. Sugar puffs. <laughs> what a feature for the... <laughs> yeah, I remember sugar puffs. Fruit grains. Oh, no, no. No, I don't remember that one. Uh, banana bubbles. Yeah, banana what? bubbles. The cereal that thinks it's a... Milkshake, because it would make the milk go really oh. bananary, and then you drink the milk. I'm glad you might brought this up. Actually, I'm in La- a good mood now. Last one, force flakes. Oh yeah, they're the ones that like someone else has to feed you. <laughs> get them down, yeah. Like when you go on a hunger strike in prison, like right, get the force flakes out. Oh, I've never heard of that. It mm. says this breakfast area is sadly nowhere to be seen. Get so there you go. That's what's happening in Hull. Well, in Ghoul, I'm going to give you three options, as I like to do, of what you think the headline is. So, Ghoul, dumped tools and cutlery. Cutlery (laughs) causes sewer block. I haven't said cutlery out loud. Cutlery. Cutlery. (laughs) Ghoul, dumped tools and cutlery cause sewer blockage. Or is it dumped nappies in a bread bin cause sewer blockage? (laughs) Or is it dozens of -of out-of-date pita breads cause a sewer blockage? What's gone on? Tools and cutlery, nappies and a bread bin, or out-of-date pita breads. Well, that is my Christmas wish list. Mm. Um, I would say if it was nappies in a bread bin, mm. then you'd just say bread bin. I'm not going bread bin. Um, I'm going for the cutlery and tools is the correct one. It is cutlery and tools. Yes. I don't think I can come up with fake headlines. <laughs> I'm sick of this shit now. Oh, I'm brilliant at it. Yeah. That's basically it. Some cutlery, some construction tools and cutlery have been dumped in a sewer and they've been caused a waste Ooh. to back up. Um, the water company urged people to think about the impacts of disposing tools. I don't feel like anyone. There's loads of tools in the pitch as well. I don't like, there's just loads of them. Oh, my God. I don't think I'd ever think, oh, God, i got to get rid of this 
big metal spatula. I'll flush it down the toilet. <laughs> is the, is the, have they been down the toilet? Yeah, down the toilet. Who's flushing a spatula? I don't know. That, that's what Miles Cameron, regional operations manager, wants to know. He urged people to only flush the free peas, pee, poo and toilet paper. I don't know about that for the free peas. What about sick? Puke. Pee, poo, paper, puke. The four pee, peas. Poo, paper, puke. I want a pee, poo, paper, puke. <laughs> <laughs> the three-star rap's coming back. <laughs> it's just in my bones. I can't help it. It just comes out. Um, I'm ruled but, by the rhythm. But that's it, really. There's not a lot going on in court. That's, that's, that's the story. But I wanted to ask you, Amy. Please ask me. What is the weirdest thing yeah. you flush down a toilet? Do you, have you ever tried to like think, get rid of some evidence, flush it down the toilet? No, I, the thing that I struggle with is if I've made a soup or a stew, and then I've let I've let it go yes. on too long, mm. and then I've had to scoop it straight down the toilet to flush it away. Have you ever done that? It feels no, bad. I was then, thinking about this recently yeah. of like where you get, you've got your bin for your food. Yeah. Do you put a soup in there? You can't put a soup in the bin either. Yeah, exactly. You can't put it down the sink either. You clog up the sink. You gotta you have to go you have to miss out the middleman mm. or woman or person, which is you. Yeah. And you and you slop it all in the toilet. Mm. And it feels wrong. And but I think it. I think you. I think you bob on there. If you can, I think there's a Marilyn Monroe quote. If you can handle a poo, <laughs> you can handle some soup. If you can't handle my poo at its thickest, you deserve my soup at its weakest. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd put on um, bin liners if I went into it. If I went yeah. into the business, oh, I went into the bin liner business. If I went into bin liner bin business, the overcrowded bin, bin liner market. Interesting fact, it's not an interesting fact, but it is a, a fact. My nickname was Binbags. <laughs> Why? Well, it, it, so it went Amy Gledhill, Gledhill, Gledders, Gladrags, yeah. which I liked. Yeah. Gladrags are light. Oh, she's come with her Gladrags yeah, on. Why wouldn't you like that? Then it went Binbags. Mm. Mm. Then Jizmags. Jizmags. So you got it back. <laughs> you got it back. I thought it was going to be a sad story then. Jizmags. Uh, Jeez Rags has been one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, bin bags. And then I worked at the Crystal Maze Experience in Manchester. Mm. And you had to make a character. And I picked, my character cover was called Bin Bags because I was like, well, I'm bin bags. And it also meant that I could, this is awful, but it meant I could turn up to work with no makeup on. And everybody else would be getting into like space astronaut costumes and like loads of makeup and getting into character. I just had to wear no makeup, have messy hair, and just wear a bin bag. <laughs> I'm glad you went bin bags and not jizz mags. <laughs> well. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Come to the crystal maze. Like, oh, God. Christ. Oh, it's you again, Brian. I asked for you specifically. <laughs> now, follow me down this tunnel as I crawl away. Don't look up me. 
Sorry. Oh, God, what an episode. What an episode. Um, Dark and saucy. Thanks a lot for listening, and thanks to our special guest, Chris Cantrill. Christopher Louise Cantrill. Um, I'm on tour at the minute. Please come. And Chris will be supporting me on a lot of them dates. So that's that's an extra little bonus treat for you. That's mm. Chris Cantrill on tour with me. Performing stand-up? Doing his stand-up, um, if you can believe it. Mm. It's brilliant stand-up. What a treat. What a lovely treat for the audience. Do remember to um, have a look at all our socials. Send us something if you've got a story from the north that we can talk about. And join us on, uh, am I saying this right, Patreon. Loads of bonus content if you sign up. Or if you're an Apple user, your Apple podcast subscription. Your Apple podcast subscription. No ads, extra content, some weird stuff that nobody should be listening to. And you can do that by clicking on the link in the description. It's as easy as baking a souffle. (laughs) Thanks for listening. See you next week. Thank you. Goodbye. Hello, everyone. It's Ian Smith here from Northern News, the podcast you are currently listening to. And I'm here to tell you that I'm recording my multi-award-nominated solo show, Crushing, on Tuesday the 4th of June at the Pleasance Theatre in London. But I'd love to see some Northern News listeners there. We're recording this show. It's going to live online forever. So the more supportive a crowd, the better. Hope to see you there.